The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Good afternoon and welcome to One Hour at a Time. Recovery begins with education and host Mary Woods is here to educate individuals and families and provide support through the recovery process. Now here's your host, Mary Woods. Welcome to One Hour at a Time with Mary Woods. And of course, I am John McAndrew. I'm your pretty regular guest host. And uh, today I'm lucky to have a real... uh, a tremendous guest on. I'm going to tell you a little bit about him, and I'll let our listeners know ahead of time that I that I've known Andy Pace for quite a while, and uh, have a lot of respect for what he does. And his name is Andy Pace. He's a founder and managing director of Little Creek Lodge, which is in Hamlin, Pennsylvania. Andy has several degrees in uh, human services and addiction counseling, gambling counseling, and uh, has been an inpatient counselor and an elite counselor for several years and private counseling also. And uh, the other part about Andy that that I like so much is he was a professional drummer for 30 years before he grew up. And Andy has performed worldwide with the C&C Music Factory, Gary U.S. Bonds, Taylor Dane, Cover Girls, many, many other uh, bands. And Andy traveled in pretty high circles in the music world. And today we're going to talk about Little Creek Lodge, but more importantly, I think, is we're going to talk about young men managing their recoveries, overcoming denial, fear of success. And uh, the Andy Pace and Little Creek Lodge currently has a recording project out, and we're going to talk about that a lot today, and we're going to hear some songs from it. It's called Resuscitation, and it was written, performed, and recorded at Little Creek Lodge by the participants in the program there. And uh, Andy's going to talk all about that stuff and how it came about. Andy, welcome to the show. Hey, John. Thanks for having me today. We appreciate your taking some time out um, from your busy schedule. And, it's you know, it says here that you're the managing director of Little Creek Lodge. That means that you do... Everything out there, including shovel snow and plant trees, <laughs> right? I do. I do. Whatever it takes, you got to put that hat on. Right, and you, and you take care of young men. And, and, and young men, I have visited Little Creek, and it's a very powerful experience to go out and watch um, not just young men that go to Little Creek, but primarily young men watch their lives uh, transform and I think I'd like to share with our guests before we get too far into that a little bit about Andy. You know, how in the heck did you go from C&C Music Factory into counseling into running a treatment center? Well, that's a big question. (laughs) Um, I I guess probably somewhere around uh, 1995, um, I'd been with CNC Music Factory for about four and a half years at that time. 
Uh, we completed three world tours, uh, MTV Music Awards, probably sold about eight or nine million records at that time. Whoa. Um, and it was an incredible ride. Uh, we did Saturday Night Live a couple times, and it, it was a great musical ride. But uh, I was probably in my uh, 40s at that time, and uh, my son had just been born. And I'd been on the road for about 26 years, uh, and I saw an opportunity to uh, stay at home for a while. And uh, I had acquired a songwriting contract from EMI, so that kept me home for about a year or two. In the midst of all that, I, I had gotten so interested in uh, going back to school again, going back to college and, and getting my degree. Um, and I started helping one of my friends out at a, a treatment center. I just fell in love with it and uh, started started doing that. Uh-huh. And I, I just, I really uh, jumped in with both feet. And uh, the rest is history. You know, I, I stayed in it for the last 20 years counseling, got off the road. And my wife, Barbara, and I raised my son. Uh and I, I don't look back and regret any of it. I love it. Well, 26 years on the road, that probably, you probably have a few uh, stories, good and bad. I don't know how much you want to share with us about that, but, uh, you know, your personal experience is, is pretty powerful and important when we talk about Little Creek Lodge, you know, and why you have such a passion for it. And can you share a little bit? I know you've shared some stories with me, but, you know, being on the road is not conducive to uh, family. Oh. No, no, it isn't. Um, and that was part of my big decision. Uh, I, I will tell you up front that I am in recovery uh, 25 years now. And um, I was about five or six years into recovery when my son was born. And I had to make that decision. Uh, when we went on the road, we went on the road for 10 to 11 months a year. Oh, my goodness. So you, you came home maybe twice a year for uh, Christmas uh, one time, and then, and then one other time, maybe in the spring before you went on tour again. Uh, but I knew that if I stayed on the road, uh, I wouldn't uh, see my son or my family. Right. So I had to make that decision to get off the road. And your son, is, his name is Dakota, is that right? It's Dakota Pace, yes. Dakota Pace, and he's a musician as well. And I, I kind of know from my own personal experience playing a little bit of music, but what a transition that was from being on the road. So you went to school? Is that what you did to get your counseling degree? And I did. I went to uh, SUNY Empire State and New York State University. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's kind of funny because uh, when I was a young man, uh, I had uh, been asked to leave school. <laughs> and uh, when later on in life, I found myself returning to school and, and uh, following my passions and, and path in life. Uh, and it just it all worked out really fantastic. So 1995, roughly in that time, when did the vision for Little Creek Lodge uh, come to you? And, and I use that word vision 
uh, because it's really what it was for you, because it's a big, you built the building, you started the, you know, the venture uh, right from the ground up, didn't you? Yes, I want to say it came around 2005. Uh, at that time, I had been uh, in the counseling field for about 10 years, and I was working as a primary counselor in different rehabs, um, and one of the really uh, difficult things for me to do was to transition patients out into an environment that was just not conducive to their recovery. Mm-hmm. And this just was an ongoing problem with us uh, counselors in primary care. Um, and I said there has to be a place created to to be the bridge that these kids need in this northeast area where I was working. Mm-hmm. It kind of incubated in that in that type of process. And I, I kept bugging my wife about it, Barbara, and she kept saying, no, we should retire and we're going to take it easy and yeah, I, I just I couldn't let it go so I finally convinced her and we started looking for property probably about it took us around two years to find the right piece of property um, I had nothing on it no driveway no no road or anything uh, but we had the vision uh-huh. I, I drew Little Creek Lodge on the back of a 3 by 5 index card Wow! and I would take that and put it in my pocket and take it to work with me every day. And I knew that vision someday would materialize. Oh, man. And when we actually built the building, I had the card, and I'm looking at the card, and I looked at the building, and I said, there it is. We finally did it. I remember seeing Little Little Creek Lodge for the first time when I flew up, and it's in Hamlin, Pennsylvania. Is that right, near Hamlin? Hamlin, Lake Ariel, Pennsylvania, yep. You know, and and it's uh, it's one of those things kind of it takes your breath away a little bit, and you drive up that path, and then the young men walk out of the building, and um, you know your vision and your passion has turned into something that you've become. I don't like to call people experts, but you know, sort of a leader in the field of this working with young men, and um, part of what makes Little Creek Lodge a little bit different. Is, is the music part that, that you make available. And it's not just musicians that go there. But what, uh, what and when did you go, man, I think uh, music is going to be a big part of their sustainable recovery? Um, probably about a year after we were open. Uh-huh. Um, we were so busy uh, building the place, uh, getting the business off the ground, and, and trying to get a foothold that I, I couldn't dive into the music until we actually were uh, running in a, in a good uh, sound uh, situation. Uh-huh. Um, music is part of my life and always has been, uh, so it, it just was a kind of a natural thing to incorporate that. Uh, a great form of expression, creativity, um, and for some reason, I don't know how they find out about it, but musicians just kind of flock to uh, our environment. That's awesome. Let's play for the listeners one of the songs off this new CD, and uh, it's called One Foot In, and I think, uh, you know, we'll just talk a little bit about this after, uh, after we come back from the break. And this was 
written by one of your participants. It's performed by the guys. I think you're on this, probably playing some instruments. And uh, it's really an incredible song, and I think it'll give the listeners some insight as to what's going on at Little Creek Lodge. This is called One Foot In.
Westbridge Community Services. Westbridge is a nonprofit organization dedicated to supporting the recovery of families and individuals who experience co-occurring mental illness and substance use disorders. Westbridge provides integrated dual diagnosis treatment for adult men and women using evidence-based practices. Visit our site today at westbridge.org and discover that doing what works in helping individuals and families gain recovery from dual disorders is important to the staff at Westbridge Community Services. Westbridge utilizes current evidence-based practices, consensus practices, and old-fashioned common sense to provide treatment to individuals and families that experience co-occurring mental illness and substance use disorders. That's westbridge.org, family-centered recovery for co-occurring mental illness and substance abuse disorders. Leadership is a destination, but how do you get there? More importantly, how do you maximize your power and influence and develop more leaders in your organization? Learn from proven leaders and proven practices. Join Drs. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler for Leadership Development News. This program will help you develop the next leaders in your organization, balance your work life, manage your boss, and manage yourself. We'll feature cutting-edge interviews with industry experts and authors. Leadership Development News, every Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern, on the Voice America Business Channel. A fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health & Wellness. You're listening to One Hour at a Time with host Mary Woods. If you have a question for Mary or her guests, call now. The listener lines are open. The toll-free number is 1-866-472-5792. That number again is 1-866-472-5792. Now, let's get back to Mary and One Hour at a Time. Welcome back. Uh, this is John McAndrew again. I'm the guest host for Mary today. We've been talking with Andy Pace, who is the founder and uh, managing director of Little Creek Lodge in Hamlin, Pennsylvania. And we're talking about uh, young men's recovery and how to manage their recovery and uh, Andy's experience in the field a few years ago, kind of seeing young men leave treatment and then kind of wander out in the woods by themselves. Um, so to speak, and uh, Andy's vision was to have a place for them to go for, you know, extended care and long-term recovery. And so Andy built Little Creek Lodge, and we we just listened to a song that was recorded there by the by the participants uh, in the recording studio at Little Creek Lodge, and it was called One Foot In. And and Andy, is there a little bit of a story behind? Uh, what generated this song and, and how you guys recorded it? A little bit. We were we were doing a music therapy group with uh, Kathy Mosier, mm-hmm. who used to come up on a regular basis. Uh, this particular afternoon, we had a storyboard up, and uh, we had kind of a routine of writing songs uh, on these groups. Uh, so we needed a hook line. I threw the hook line out there, one foot in, one foot out. Uh, one of the residents came up with a rhythm. Uh, that was Connor. He was from Nashville. We had about uh, we had residents there from six or seven states at that time. Okay. Uh, Johnny J. He did the lyrics along with about three other guys. So it came together. I want to say in about twenty five thirty minutes. Wow. In pieces. I had a couple of guys doing percussion. Connor was banging out the rhythm. Johnny J and and a couple other guys started writing the lyrics. Once we had our title, one foot in, one foot out, we had something to work on. And the story about that is when I came into recovery, um, it was put to me, either you're in or you're out. Mm -hmm. And that stuck with me. 
So I try to teach some of my guys that, uh, that one foot in, one foot out doesn't make it. You know, you got to have both feet in. So the premise of the song was kind of built on that. And it was a lot of fun. It was just a great afternoon, a lot of fun. And, and we took it uh, to the next step and, you know, went into uh, the studio uh, and then mastered it in a professional uh, environment as well. It was just a, a great project and a lot of fun. And everybody gets to participate, and they all get to smile about it. And uh, the recording studio is right in the facility Andy, when you're dealing with these young men that come to Little Creek, um, why is it beneficial to have a program like this? And I know you do other things at Little Creek. You take them on camping trips, and you do a lot of things to help them bond as a group. But but specifically, what makes this music thing, uh, what makes it different, you know, why and why do you use it? What's the power behind that? What does it do for the guy? Well, I, I think... The first uh, part of it is the expression of feelings. Mm-hmm. A lot of guys are very um, stifled in their expression of feelings. Uh, most of us didn't know how to do that without the use of chemicals, drugs, or alcohol. And within this environment, uh, I think they feel free enough to allow themselves to do that, to express their feelings, to be creative, uh, to let the defenses down long enough for the expressions to come out mm-hmm. and really all they need is a little push and if they see somebody else do it they jump in right and and then it just becomes a, a regular thing where they say hey i want more of that that was that was good i like right. that right and it's fun to see and i've experienced it uh, out there at your facility it's fun to see a young man that has some talent, all right? There's a couple of them that come in that have a little more talent than others. But then for the actual message of recovery to come out through them, you know, with the use of that talent, I mean, that's what all these songs uh, are about. I mean, and it's such a great message, one foot in. And to see them do that is sort of a, I mean, that's really growth, isn't it? It's terrific. It's real good growth, and it gives them some hope. Um, I don't think we're doing anything on the premise that says, hey, you're going to be a rock star if you do this. That, that's not our intention at all. Right. It's just to, to uh, allow yourself to participate in the creative process and, and, and be natural. Mm-hmm. It's difficult to do in, in different types of environment. Usually in an institutional environment, you're not allowed to do stuff like that. Right. And participation is absolutely... What are some of the other activities that you do at Little Creek besides the music, though? Oh, gosh. We just came back from a ski trip to Okemo, Vermont. Uh, We took 26 guys up there for three days, and we went skiing every day. And we hit meetings at night. Um, They had a blast. We'll do tonight at... uh, Well, actually, in an hour. At uh, about 4.15, we're going on a moonlight snowshoe walk through the woods and uh that's staff guided and they're going to make a campfire and walk through the woods on snowshoes oh man so that's a lot of fun and they're all going to come back right (laughs) yeah everybody's going to come back no bears out right now but uh in the summertime we'll go zip lining and tower climbing uh mountain biking uh, kayaking, whitewater rafting. Uh, we take them to New York City and Philadelphia on uh, 
all kinds of uh, urban trips to uh, museums and different places. Mm-hmm. The, the idea is to get them out there and show them that the world exists without drugs and alcohol, and you can have a great time doing it. Wow. Let's listen to one more song, and then we'll go to another break. And this one is called 12-Step Cowboy. And uh, I think when we come back, I'll have you give a little of the background of, uh, you know, how this one came about. And uh, I really like this one lyrically and musically. This is a great song. This is called 12-Step Cowboy by the, I'll call it the Little Creek Lodge Band, all right? Somewhere 
You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Westbridge Community Services. Westbridge is a nonprofit organization dedicated to supporting the recovery of families and individuals who experience co-occurring mental illness and substance use disorders. Westbridge provides integrated dual diagnosis treatment for adult men and women using evidence-based practices. Visit our site today at westbridge.org and discover that doing what works in helping individuals and families gain recovery from dual disorders is important to the staff at Westbridge Community Services. Westbridge utilizes current evidence-based practices, consensus practices, and old-fashioned common sense to provide treatment to individuals and families that experience co-occurring mental illness and substance use disorders. That's westbridge.org, family-centered recovery for co-occurring mental illness and substance abuse disorders. In your family, what is most important to you? Is it health? Relationships? How about getting along better with your kids or your parents? Maybe it has to do with losing pounds or gaining financially. Whatever the problems you face in your family, you'll want to tune in to Family First with your host, author, and speaker, Randy Rolfe. Since 1985, Randy has become the foremost expert on matters concerning the family, and she can help you. Family First airs live every Friday afternoon at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. Your life, your health, your network. This is Voice America Health & Wellness. You're listening to One Hour at a Time with host Mary Woods. If you have a question for Mary or her guests, call now. The listener lines are open. The toll-free number is 1-866-472-5792. That number again is 1-866-472-5792. Now, let's get back to Mary and One Hour at a Time. Welcome back, and we're, we've been visiting with Andy Pace from Little Creek Lodge, and we've been listening to some music that has been written and performed and recorded uh, by the, the participants, the inmates there at Little Creek Lodge. And, and before we proceed, Andy, could you give us your website so that folks could go on there and uh, maybe even while they're listening, uh, just get a look at Little Creek Lodge. What is your website? Sure. It's littlecreekrecovery.org www.littlecreekrecovery.org And can they find a way to uh, maneuver in that website to find this the new CD that's out called Resuscitation? Can they buy that on the website? It's, uh, it's just come out uh, this weekend. It's on the website on the Education and Resource section. Okay. Um, it's moving kind of fast, so uh, we're actually creating... Uh, a, 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 our own website for the music, but they can go to education and resources at littlecreekrecovery.org and place their orders on that site. Okay. And all the proceeds go into a uh, scholarship fund, something like yep. that? Is Nonprofit that right? foundation, anything that's made from any of our CDs, any kind of profit always goes into a nonprofit fund for scholarships and benefiting uh, the kids that come. Mm-hmm. And I, and I really highly recommend to people to give this a listen. It's not only uh, really inspirational, it's really good. And, and I suspect, Andy, uh, you deserve a little credit for how it got recorded and mixed and mastered, being that you've been sort of in the business for about 300 years. <laughs> I'm not saying that you're old. Thank I you, wanted John. to talk to you, though. I mean, the serious part of this discussion and young men is about 
I think all people are aware of the incredible uh, numbers of young men coming into hospitals, into rehab centers, treatment centers, with, you know, narcotics and barbiturates and all of the uh, serious drug use, which is sometimes leads to psychotic breaks and mental health issues. I mean, that's why we're talking to you today. And, you know, we could sit and say, my God, this is terrible what's happening in America. You know, the young people are, are dying and they're getting sick, and there's more and more of them falling into this funnel of addiction. And, uh, but there's a flip side to it, isn't there, Andy, to look there's at There's a flip side, and I'm, and I'm really that? pleased to see what's happening um, with the young, uh, young people. We target in, uh, a population 18 to 24 years old, mm-hmm. and throughout the country, as, as I travel around the country, do different conventions, uh, and, and just see what's going on, I, I, personally, I've never seen a movement like I'm seeing now with young people coming into recovery and staying in recovery. Uh, I personally know hundreds of of guys that are 18 to 25 years old that are that have five and six years in sobriety and they're they're just living incredibly great lives. Uh, we didn't see that 25 years ago uh, when I came into recovery. You know, in the uh, mid 80s, we did not see that. So that just tells me that the education is out there. The resources have improved greatly. Uh, the movement of young people uh, allowing themselves to be in recovery is just fantastic. So I'm very mm-hmm. pleased with that. How has the approach to recovery, I know that you said when you were working in the field uh, many years back and you saw the young guys go out and they would go back to their communities without support and that's where they usually stumbled. So what is the difference now with the model that you're using at Little Creek Lodge? Well, I think we try to to change the framework dramatically and I mean it's not just us. Uh, there's there's a lot of people doing it around the country. Uh I, I want to put a plug in for my friend out there in uh Colorado, Bob Ferguson. Uh Jay Walker Lodge really um did a lot of this uh, breaking ground in the beginning on the on the West Coast, um, as well as uh, you know uh, allowing us to do it on the East Coast. So we we all talk to each other. The mental health community throughout the the, the states really is a kind of a small uh, group of people that are uh, very much in communication with each other. Mm-hmm. So. We constantly meet in conventions or webinars or emails or phone calls, and, and we talk about what's needed and what's going on, what works and what is not working. Uh, the model that we've put together for this region, I think, is just phenomenal. Um, so instead of sending the guys back home, I want to say 75% of our graduating community stays here. Uh, in the in a 20-mile radius of Little Creek, that means that they have a they were quite we're tracking these guys. Uh, we've got over 400 graduates now. Mm-hmm. We're tracking them on a yearly basis, and 74 to 76 percent of them are staying clean for a year or more with that particular model. Mm-hmm. The guys that are returning home to their hometowns and their home environment are producing about a 38 to 40% success rate. Mm-hmm. 
Versus seventy four or seventy six. Really I mean, they need support, and they need, they need a support, support system, and they need to live in a recovering environment, right? Right. So how do they, how do they, uh, how do they stay in touch? And if they're staying in the community around Little Creek, um, how does that happen? Do they get places to live? And- <laughs> We we keep renting houses for them. I want to. I live in a private community. It's a small gated community. I want to say we had forty forty five kids living in this community at any given time, and about sixty to seventy living in Scranton, Pennsylvania, which is about uh, fifteen twenty minutes from us. So we had about a hundred kids at a time living in a twenty minute radius of us. They would live three guys to a house. They would attend our aftercare, drug testing programs. You couldn't get into one of these houses if you didn't have a home group, a sponsor, a job, and a commitment to testing with us. That Those are the requirements to actually get into one of those houses. Uh-huh. And a couple of your guys, I may be wrong, weren't they involved in helping the recording process there at Little Creek? Aren't a couple of them good? <laughs> it's it's amazing. Uh, okay. A good three or four guys actually have degrees in music from whether it's Full Sail uh, Recording uh, Studios or Manhattan School of Music. These are guys that had just entered recovery and just were down and out. And they came to Little Creek, and one of them stayed with me for a year as my engineer at the studio. Oh, wow. You know, and that was Matt Cangelosi. He uh, co-produced the CD with us. Uh, I've got Mark Ciccone coming back as our studio engineer. Uh, he's also on the CD. So, yes, they, we try to get the guys involved. Anyone with a year or more would be considered uh, as an employee at Little Creek. We have 18 employees now, and we only have 20 clients. Um, <laughs> but what we try to do is give the, give the guys some purpose. You know, uh-huh. give them a place to work. Um, of course, they have to be competent and committed and, and disciplined, and, and they are. So it just makes for a great working environment. You know, the guys that come in to Little Creek see graduates working there. Right. Uh, they see their lives unfolding in a successful manner, and, and a lot of them want that. So it's working. You know, and, and so they, they go from being uh, participants and then they get out in the community and they come back as mentors. And I, I've heard a lot of people talk about that, that that's probably one of the biggest components of continuing your uh, recovery is to you kind of got to fill up your own truck and then give it away. And, uh, you know, I have to tell you that to visit Little Creek and watch you and Barbara, it's like mom and dad. It's very much a family environment. And to watch all those guys, there's a lot of energy in that house with 20 guys, isn't there? Yes, there is. And, uh, and they're all such good guys. But you're right, Barbara and I are like the mom and pop uh, duo over there. And we try to keep it like that. Uh-huh. Uh, it, it really fosters the intimacy that is needed uh, and the love that's in the house. When you walk in the house, you, you kind of feel that right away. So that, yeah. that's the harmony that we always look for. Let's listen before we go to another break. Um, We have another song here, and this one's a little bit different. Uh, You know, done done by uh, 
a tremendously talented young guy, and it's got kind of a really cool groove to it. But again, the message is very powerful. Uh, the title of this song is called Fake Like Me, and this is, again, off the Little Creek Lodge Resuscitation CD, Fake Like Me. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Westbridge Community Services. Westbridge is a nonprofit organization dedicated to supporting the recovery of families and individuals who experience co-occurring mental illness and substance use disorders. Westbridge provides integrated dual diagnosis treatment for adult men and women using evidence-based practices. Visit our site today at westbridge.org and discover that doing what works in helping individuals and families gain recovery from dual disorders is important to the staff at Westbridge Community Services. Westbridge utilizes current evidence-based practices, consensus practices, and old-fashioned common sense to provide treatment to individuals and families that experience co-occurring mental illness and substance use disorders. That's westbridge.org, family-centered recovery for co-occurring mental illness and substance abuse disorders. Get the latest information in health and wellness when you tune into On the Radio with Dr. Ray. Each week, you'll find out the latest and greatest from both traditional and holistic perspectives. Your host, Dr. Robert Ray, better known as Dr. 90210, is the best known and most sought-after plastic surgeon in Beverly Hills. Dr. Ray, with his co-host, Natalie Day, will help you get the dream body you've always wanted through diet and exercise, not surgery and medicine. 
On the Radio with Dr. Ray airs live Thursdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Variety. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You're listening to One Hour at a Time with host Mary Woods. If you have a question for Mary or her guest, call now. The listener lines are open. The toll-free number is 1-866-472-5792. That number again is 1-866-472-5792. Now, let's get back to Mary and One Hour at a Time. Welcome back, and we're into our last segment, and it's been really fun. We've been talking to Andy Pace, who uh, earlier in his bio, I, I told you all, he was a professional drummer for about 30 years and played with C&C Music Factory and Gary U.S. Bonds and Taylor Dan, and he lived to tell about it. <laughs> and uh, today, Andy Pace and his wife, Barbara, and his son, Dakota, run a facility out in Hamlin, Pennsylvania, in the mountains called Little Creek Lodge. And we've been talking about young men in recovery, and we've been listening to the music that uh, the patients, the participants, the inmates there at Little Creek have written and produced and recorded. And uh, it's a very, very powerful message today. I think we all know that young people, more and more young people are coming into treatment, more and more young people are becoming addicted uh, there are a lot of drugs. There's a lot of new drugs. Um, today's message from Andy is that there are really a lot of young people recovering, and they're they're maintaining their recovery at a level that's that's new. Uh, we believe, and uh, so that positive message is a really good thing to hear today, Andy. And I want to thank you for sharing that, you know, with all of us and. Uh, I, before we go any further, I want to ask you to, to give us your website again and then possibly a phone number in case somebody wanted to call out at Little Creek. Okay. Website is www.littlecreekrecovery.org, and the phone is 570, area code, 689-2644. Awesome. And we have been listening to uh, some tracks off this album resuscitation and I would when I was thinking about having playing some cuts I just would as soon played the whole record because you can't pick one song off of this or leave one off to really get the whole message there's a couple very powerful readings uh, also on the CD but I think next I'd like to to listen to a song that's sung by an incredible vocalist uh, <laughs> oh boy <laughs> yeah you're going to love this. And, and Andy, uh, you actually, did you, you wrote this song, If I Knew Then? Is that correct? Yeah, I wrote this one. And can you tell us a little bit about where this song came from before we uh, take a listen? Well, you know, we, we write about our experiences and things that happened to us along the way, and this is just another one of those things that if I knew then, would I know now? Um Hindsight is always twenty twenty, and I guess I was just thinking out loud one day, looking back, and this kind of came together. It's it's one of those fifteen minute things that happen. You write it down, you play a couple of chords, and bang, it all comes together. Let's take a listen to it. It's called uh, "If I Knew Then," written and sung by Andy Pace, who's a drummer.
I believe two wrongs don't make a right. Somewhere outside the darkness, outside the light, blinded by a purple haze, living inside my dream. Reality hits you hard enough. Things aren't what they seem. Surrounded by a stranger that I thought was my friend. If I knew then what I know now. If I knew then. If I knew then what I know now. If I knew then what I know now. different is your life, Andy, now than it was 25, 30 years ago when you were, I mean, you got, you had it all. You were on all the big television shows, uh, a lot of fame, probably a little bit of money in your pocket. Um, what is the difference between your heart now and, and, uh, and 30 years ago? Well, now uh, I experience freedom on a daily basis, mm-hmm. and I just never thought I could feel like that. Um, yeah, I feel whole, uh, complete, full. Uh, my life has a lot of purpose and meaning to it. Uh, I think the most valuable thing uh, is uh, relationships that I that I uh, have cultivated and just really cherish. You know, my family and uh, the people that. Uh, all around me, I'm just blessed to have somebody, even like, you know, uh, yourself, you know, our relationship. I've known you for several years, and I cherish our relationship. So big difference from back then to what it is now. Back then, it was just, you know, being in the business and seeing how far you can get and, you know, what's in it for me. That's that's kind of, that's gone. Yeah. And you've given back. Uh, you've given back really a lot. And as I hear you answer that question, I I, uh, I know that that's what 
you want these young men that go through Little Creek to feel um, the difference in their hearts, you know, from when they came in and when they leave and as they stay for a couple years. It's very visible when you talk to these young men. In fact, it's pretty incredible to go out there and see them. You've almost like you and Barbara have started this little town of recovery <laughs> where these young men can go. <laughs> You're right. Soon, we have you colonized know, the area, John. You know, Sober Avenue and Stay Straight right. Street and right. the mayor, you know, there'll be no. <laughs> but it's almost what's necessary to have a sustained recovery for these young men because some of them come from the city. Yeah. They come from some pretty uh, tough backgrounds, and they come up there to Little Creek. So it's uh, I want people to go to the website, though, and check out the, the CD if they have any way or opportunity to get a hold of it and, uh, you know, get a hold of it, share it with some people, um, and, you know, spread the word a little bit about Little Creek Lodge. What is going on in the future? we got about a minute here or less, but I, I understand you're going to be doing another CD as well. We already started it. Uh, this is just a continuing process. Uh, every Tuesday I listen to material that will mm-hmm. be presented. Wow. So tomorrow is the day, and three guys are going to come into my office, and they're going to sit down and play their guitars and sing. And we're going to see what they got. So you you finally got what you wanted. You're a record company executive. <laughs> yeah, you could say that. Thank you, Andy Pace. Uh, thank you, Little Creek Lodge. Again, we're we're really honored here at the show to have you on. People, please check it out. And uh, just remember, I guess there's a whole flip side to all this, uh, the young people business, is that a lot of them are getting well and staying well, thanks to people like Andy and Barbara. And we'll... Uh, See you all at the next show. We appreciate you joining us today for one hour at a time. Successful recovery from a substance abuse problem or mental illness depends on education and support of loved ones. Thank you for being that support system. Be sure to tune in next week for another hour of education and compassion. One hour at a time. We'll see you next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program. Brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.